0: The Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 4 And high look, and a proud heart, and the plowing of the wicked is sin. Hear the words of God and Solomon again. And high look, and a proud heart, and the plowing of the wicked is sin. Everything a wicked man does is sin. God rejects his looks, his heart, and his actions. He gets deeper in trouble with God every day. Even innocent things like plowing are sin when a wicked man does it. God once drowned the world when he saw man's every thought was evil continually from his youth. Righteousness begins in a regenerated heart that has humble thoughts and motives it continues in the looks of the countenance, which leads to actions that honor and please the holy God of heaven. If your heart is not right with God, fully obedient to Him, your actions are all sinful. What a horrible and damning thing is sin! The most innocent, noble, or religious activities become further condemnation when done without a pure heart. Read how the prophet Haggai rebuked Israel for spiritual slothfulness, corrupting all they did. In Haggai chapter 2, verses 10 through 14, King Solomon first condemned a high look in this proverb. God hates pride, so he condemned it often. Pride trusts and glories in yourself, and God hates competitors for his own glory and praise, especially you. He knows you are nothing, and you should know it as well. God expressly hates a proud look, as Proverbs 6, verses 16 and 17 also teach. A high look is when thoughts of pride leak from your heart and affect your face, your speech, and your manners before God and others. It is most despicable on the face or in the eyes of a woman, for she is further removed by office from God. Let every woman lower her eyes. King Solomon then condemned a proud heart. Your first duty is to keep your heart humble before God and others, as Proverbs 4.23 teaches. You should bow your head and confess that without mercy you are lost. You should reject your own conceit and humbly condescend to others. You should esteem others better than yourself with a lowly heart. If you will humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, He will exalt you. David, the man after God's own heart, gave a great example to you. He prayed that he would not be guilty of either sin, a high look or a proud heart, in just one verse, Psalm 131 in verse 1. Then he resolved to cut off and get rid of any person in his house that had either of these sinful faults, in Psalm 101 and verse 5. Simply look around to realize that there are few with zeal for the Lord God like David. Most parents idolize their children so much, they cannot imagine or stomach such holy resolutions like David made for his family. King Solomon also condemned the plowing of the wicked. What can you learn about sin in light of Solomon's use of the plowing of the wicked? Even natural and apparently innocent activities that are duties of God and nature become sin when done by a man with a wicked heart. Even following a plow, a duty of man to feed himself, is sin when it is done by a wicked man. Every activity of man must be done to God's glory, which the wicked never consider. Every activity must be done in faith, which the wicked do not have. Every activity must include thanksgiving, which they never consider, so even the breathing of a wicked man becomes a breath of damnation. The religious activities of a wicked man are worse; his prayers are an abomination proverbs twenty eight nine His sacrifices are an abomination proverbs fifteen eight when he sacrifices while thinking about sin, which is common for a wicked man it is worse yet proverbs 21:27 what a horrible life accumulating sins for the day of judgment even when he is in church and puts money in the offering why is this true because wicked men trust in themselves they are unthankful and they pursue their own greed and pride rather than the glory of their creator god is not in all their thoughts as psalm 104 teaches They use God's creation for their own selfish ends. They have no regard for him or his precepts. They ignore him constantly and reject him when confronted. Before plowing, a righteous man thanks God for his and his ox's health, for the sunshine, for last night's rain, the acres he owns, the opportunity to work, God's mercy to sinners, and the hope of eternal life. While plowing, the righteous man meditates on the ox's strength, the smell of the soil, the miracle of plant growth, the Lord's goodness, and begs divine mercy for more rain and greater grace in his life. He wipes sweat away and thanks heaven for the body's cooling system. At the day's end, the righteous man gives seed to a neighbor takes a chicken to the preacher, thanks the Lord for a blessed day, reads his Bible, confesses his sins, and loves his wife. On the other hand, before plowing, a wicked man complains about the fact he has only one ox. He complains about the lack of sunshine last night, about the mud from last night's rain, that the farm next door he wishes he owned, He complains about the death of his father last winter, the burden of taxes, and how life is so hard. While plowing, the wicked man dreams of making more money than his brother, beating his neighbor for local councilmen, and of how strong and successful he has become. Twice, he swears at the sun for making the day so hot. At the day's end, the wicked man sends the borrowing neighbor away empty kills two chickens to glut himself, complains about how hard he worked, reads the police gazette, and goes to sleep thinking about his neighbor's wife. You should not have any more questions about the plowing of the wicked. But how do you approach each day in the duties of it? Do you approach them like the righteous man or the wicked man? Is your heart right with God, leading to humble looks, and a godly perspective and purpose in all that you do? Anything less than this makes your life sin. Listener, it is your sober duty to keep your heart pure from sin. Examine your soul to walk with God without distraction. If you allow compromise to remain in your life, your actions and prayers become sin, and you will bring upon yourself his severe chastisement. So from the heart... In your looks and through your actions, let all be done to the glory of God. Christian, there is no dread here for you. With faith in Jesus Christ and confession of your sins, God will forgive and cleanse you from all sin. With your heart purified by faith and zeal in the Son of God, even overlooked things will not spoil your standing before Him. The lawful liberty of the righteous is a great glory. Richly enjoy the life He has given you, thanking Him for every pleasure. Work hard, love your wife, and eat and drink cheerfully as He directs you in Ecclesiastes 9, 7-10. Amen.